Hello and welcome! I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. In today's program, Sahan Lungu, a THA practitioner from Malawi and recipient of the Kevin Molloy Fellowship with the Tobacco Harm Reduction Scholarship Program, will tell us more about the harm reduction situation in Africa. Thank you, Sahan, for joining us today. First, can you tell us what do you do and what is your area of interest? All right. Um... I am a tobacco harm reduction practitioner in Malawi. My work mainly involves educating or sensitizing people on the dangers of using combustible tobacco cigarettes and harmful forms of smoke-based tobacco, such as snuff and chewable tobacco. Um, while at the same time, I raise awareness about tobacco harm reduction products and intervention. Uh, my current interest is in health behavior change. Um, at the pre presently, I'm looking at uh, how we can design programs or interventions that can effectively help people switch from harmful forms of tobacco consumption to safe forms of nicotine ingestion. What's happening now in Africa in terms of use of combustible cigarettes and the harm reduction situation? Um, African countries at the moment are experiencing an increase in tobacco use rate. Um, uh, there are factors such as uh, rapid population growth and an increase in purchasing power among uh, individuals here is making Africa, especially in the sub-Saharan Africa, uh, a viable market for tobacco products and uh, tobacco companies are intensifying uh, marketing of tobacco and expanding uh, tobacco manufacturing in, in Africa, especially in low and middle income countries like Malawi. For example, here in Malawi in the 2010s, uh, that's quite recently, there has been an establishment of uh, a cigarette manufacturing company which was not there before because Malawi is mainly known for uh, tobacco production that is the growing and export of tobacco, not the manufacturing of uh, combustible tobacco cigarettes. So this, uh, this company, for instance, it is able to expand in the country, is able to market the product uh, using intensive marketing campaign, promotion campaigns, and at presently it sponsors the, the largest um, football club in the country. So right now in Africa, these factors are in, in, uh, contributing to the increase of tobacco, um, combustible tobacco usage. So if we look at the figures, 80% of the countries, 80% of the 1 billion smokers in the world uh, come from low and uh, to middle income countries and Africa is largely part of that low to middle income spectrum. And one million of the, close to one million of the smokers are in Malawi at the moment. And at least uh, 5,700 people died to, to tobacco-related infections each year. Do you think harm reduction is a good tool to reduce deaths and harm from disease? In terms of tobacco harm reduction, the concept is you new to most uh, Africans, uh, to most uh, uh, smokers or to most tobacco users in the 
uh, African continent, on the African continent. Um, this can be attributed to, uh, in general, to a lack of knowledge about what tobacco harm reduction is and what tobacco harm reduction uh, products are. You'll find that a lot of tobacco users in Africa have expressed that you have never actually seen or uh, ever used or to have ever accessed any kind of uh, tobacco harm reduction product or intervention. Um, at the same time, uh, these tobacco harm reduction uh, products are not easily accessible to most uh, people in Africa. Uh, this is due to, um, in general, because the high-tech the tobacco harm reduction interventions such as e-cigarettes and kidney brain devices are quite expensive for an average tobacco user here in Africa to afford. Where a lot of general, where a lot of people in the population live below the poverty line, so it's very hard for them to access these interventions. At the same time, there are countries such as Kenya or Uganda where you find that there are bans or exorbitant taxes on um, tobacco harm reduction products such as e-cigarettes, which restricts a lot of people from access. So that is the main challenge with tobacco harm reduction in Africa. Uh, but on the bright side, there has been an increase in awareness of uh, tobacco harm reduction, especially with people who are working on tobacco harm reduction, such as myself and many and others from across the continent who are doing a really good job at educating the mother masses and doing um, context-based research into tobacco harm reduction uh, in Africa and, yeah, generally spreading the message about tobacco harm reduction and helping uh, tobacco users access tobacco harm reduction information. And what about easier access to safer nicotine products in Malawi, where you live? Are these products becoming more readily available? Um, no. Um, the problem is in Malawi, because in Malawi, when it comes to tobacco control, we only regulate uh, the export of raw tobacco and not the import of um, yeah, only regulate the export of raw tobacco. That is where much of tobacco control is focused on, and not on tobacco products per se. So you find that yes, the sale of tobacco uh, products is is uh, is legal in a sense, but also legally, tobacco harm reduction products such as e-cigarettes are not. Um, they are not a part of the legal framework in terms of like taxation on how people can import them. So you find that uh, leaders would like to stop these uh, tobacco products, but they don't know how they can go about stocking them, how they can uh, how they can go about importing them, or under what classification can they put an e-cigarette? Is it an electronic device or is it a a tobacco product. So this makes it very easy and very hard for literals. So for the few that do manage to bring them in, they have to uh, really come through the gray area of the of the, of the taxation law and find out 
how they can bring them in and how they can uh, sell them and promote them to the customers. Especially, and most of the times it is on needs basis. If I go to, to a retailer who I know that has supplied in the past, I can just ask that, uh, could you please help me uh, find an ESIC? And then they can just supply to me on needs basis. I know that I can just go to a store and just find them. So it is quite difficult to access them. Um, in terms of other uh, harm reduction products, such as snooze per se, for example, it's just that uh, it is not widely available. I know, but I have done a feasibility study on um, making uh, on how snooze can be accepted by women in rural areas. I had positive results on that. Uh, but at this uh, challenge still remains that uh, there is no uh, company here in Malawi that directly uh, gets tobacco from the field and manufactures low-tech uh, tobacco harm reduction interventions such as snooze. There is one, but then they're still working on uh, getting the approvals right. So that takes a lot of time. Maybe in the in the long run, the the country will see an improvement on how people can access tobacco harm reduction uh, products. Yeah. Do you think policymakers and some activists are against the use of alternative tobacco products? Yeah, some are. Um, that is why in Africa, um, at least uh, six or seven countries have completely banned uh, the sale of e-cigarettes and other but uh, tobacco-related products. Um, and there's a um, huge taxation on uh, uh, combustible cigarettes and um, tobacco products in general. And there are calls by some activists from in, the, in tobacco control calling for African countries to heavily regulate e-cigarettes uh, so that uh, there is a belief that maybe the evidence is not sufficient enough for African countries to, to just accept the use of e-cigarettes or other tobacco reduction products. So yeah, there are activists that are against this, but at the same time, there are some of us who are pro-tobacco reduction because we believe the evidence from countless independent research that's been carried out out there, it really shows that tobacco reduction works and it can help reduce harms and incidents of death to tobacco in to among tobacco users from tobacco among users. Last question, Sahan. What need to change in order to help Africa decrease its smoking rate? Um, for Africa to change its smoking rates, I believe what needs to be done is I shouldn't, I don't want to say particularly we would use the word change, but I, I just want to say what needs to be done for tobacco harm reduction to be widely known and for most tobacco, for most countries to accept that these novel interventions on, on tobacco can really help uh, reduce harms and protect people from tobacco-related harms. So I'd say that um, there needs to be awareness. 
there should be an increase in awareness. So people have to know about these products. People have to be aware of the science surrounding these products. So more of, or more of that, more awareness. So there also needs to be more context-based research into um, the feasibility and acceptability and accessibility of these products. Make them um, uh, how uh, uh, more research into how culturally acceptable they are within a, con a certain context in Africa, a certain uh, population, a certain aspect of the, uh, a certain aspect of a particular demographic. How they are able to accept to accept our products. At the same time, there also needs to be homogenization of um, tobacco harm reduction products for our process in African countries such as Malawi, Kenya, and Zimbabwe. We find that there is uh, huge amounts of raw tobacco that is grown there. So, uh, what if we had our own uh, tools to manufacture? tobacco harm reduction products. If we can make, for instance, the low-tech uh, tobacco harm reduction products such as snus, it is possible for, an, for African countries to venture into such and after that, promote it to the masses as it being safer than um, the combustible cigarettes because the, the evidence shows that these products are safer. At the same time, there is also need to be deliberate efforts, either policy, policy-wise or economic-wise, to make uh, tobacco harm reduction interventions available the current ones that are there. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it's just a matter of policy. If there are enough enabling policies that allow for maybe medical practitioners, that allow for um, retail shops that allow for um, retail pharmacies to stock uh, tobacco harm reduction products and then uh, offer them as alternatives to uh, tobacco users uh, whenever they visit uh, these key areas that I've mentioned. So that would also help uh, change the landscape of tobacco harm reduction and help a lot of tobacco users switch from unsafe forms of tobacco consumption to safe forms of nicotine injection. Thank you, Sahan. And starting from next Monday, we will be uploading daily Christmas episodes where experts around the world will share their New Year's wishes. Join us to hear their hopes and expectations for tobacco harm reduction in 2023. And we hope you will join us in the new year for brand new GFN TV videos every Tuesday and Friday. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.